Happy Tuesday, Midwest Hype Family. I hope you are having a great Tuesday. And if you're listening to this on your morning commute, I hope you crush the Tuesday that is in front of you like a rock crumbling. If that's crushing, I don't know if that's a good crush. Anyways, clearly I'm losing it. I am recording this intro in my living room tonight. I got a new table and it's super exciting because it's a good workspace and I don't feel like I'm away nestled hidden in the office area. So um recording my first intro on the new table. So that's exciting. And as I sit here, I have this lovely autumn smell roaming throughout the house. And it is a smell slash scent, whatever you want to call it, um, called Autumn Kitchen. It is a scent that was given to me by Gunny & Co., who is today's podcast guest. And you are going to hear how these wax melts went from being made in a basement in a house to growing into a storefront that it is today in Wisconsin. So welcome to my first out-of-state podcast guest, Gunning & Co. And you are about to hear this amazing story from going basement to brick and mortar. This is Hyping Up Gunny & Co. on Midwest Hype Girl. Hey, Meadows Hype family. I have Leah, owner of Gunny & Co. with me today. Leah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You are my first out-of-state podcast guest. So where yes, it, yes, I'm so excited. So tell the Hype family, where is Gunny & Co. located? So Gunny & Co. is located in southern Wisconsin, so it's not super far from um, you guys. Um, I think it's like an hour from Dubuque. Okay, yeah. Um, So it's not super far, so it's like central southern Wisconsin. Love it. And the name of your city that you're in is, is it, I'm going to mispronounce it. So our store is located in Broadhead, Wisconsin. Broadhead, okay. We started in Beloit, but our store is located in Broadhead. Broadhead. Okay. So let's dive into that then. How did Gunny & Co. get started? What is the story of so, Gunny & Co.? Um, so I was going to a lot of like markets and stuff and just different things and shopping and finding all these unique things and just really cool stuff. And I started following some small businesses um, and I was like, I could do that. Like I had already started doing some signs and some small stuff. I've always been super crafty um, for like friends and family. And then, you know, they were kind of just getting to be a little bit more requests and that sort of thing. And so I decided, you know, I think I'm gonna like maybe try to make this work. Um, There was like a antique um, craft store kind of thing that had a bunch of vendors um, and some businesses that I followed um, and were kind of my inspiration were going to be there as well. So I decided, you know, let's try this. Like, let's just see. I was, mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous. Um, so I started with like a really small, it was like a wall space. So it was like, like eight feet and I had like 12 inches I could come out. And so I kind of started with that. Um, and I did like some hand towels and signs and decor and stuff like that. 
And um, so that started in July 1st of 2019. Um, in August that same year, um, my friends took me on a trip for my bachelorette party to Nashville. And when we were in Nashville, they planned um, this candle class that we could go to. And, you know, they always knew that I like to do that kind of stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was kind of a fun thing. To try. And I loved it. Like, I absolutely enjoyed it. And so on the drive back, I was like, you know, this would be kind of fun to do. I could like incorporate this, you know, in my little thing. And, um, you know, I was just going to make a couple candles. It was that that was it. You know, I was going to have like three cents and just, you know. So by the time I got back, I had ordered wax and supplies and that sort of thing. <laughs> you were going all in. Started doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, started doing candles, you know, a month later. And um, yeah, so it, and it and it grew from there. So I started doing it, you know, on my stove in my kitchen in like a double boiler, you know, um, I think my husband was kind of mad because I was like ruining you know, some of the pots and pans and stuff like that. Um, and, and it kind of grew from there. And then he decided, you know, the kitchen's not the best spot for this. We have three boys. So they would come running in and, you know, knock stuff over or whatever. And, um, you know, so then it was, maybe you should do this in the basement, you know, let's, mm -hmm. you know, maybe we should go down there, have more space. So, um, I kind of took over the basement a little bit and, um, then we were getting, we expanded. So we got bigger spaces in more locations and I was starting to get orders for other stores to have my products in. And, um, so it was the winter of, uh, 2020 and I had a really big order come in. Um, I think I had like a hundred candles I had to get done. Oh my and, goodness. At this point, I was still doing like each one individually, you know, heating up the wax for just that candle and uh, down in your basement, just, yeah. just down in the yeah. basement, pouring up. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I was using vacation days from work to like get stuff done because it was just kind of expanding. And mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay, you know. And so he um, had me open an early Christmas present. And he had actually gotten me like a wax melter, um, so I could heat up more wax and pour more than just one candle at a time. Yeah. Um, and then I grew from there. So. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you, so your husband then buys you this wax melter, and. Mm -hmm. Are now are, is Gunny and Co still like just a side thing or have you now are you all in? Gunny and Co um, was still a side thing and we were in I think three or four locations at this point um, and doing candles for other stores so that January um, I left my full-time job. Um, I was working in a school at that time and kind of decided that I was going to work something where I could do, I had more time, more flexibility and mm -hmm. kind of just go all in, which like is a super scary thing because like you're taking a risk on yourself. And I feel like that's the hardest thing to take a risk on. Like you're so much more willing to take a risk on something else other than yourself. So that Absolutely. was like really scary. Yeah. Like, but so, who better to bet on than yourself, right? Like, 
if I'm gonna bet anyone, I'm gonna bet on myself too. I it like yeah. I think of that too, though, right? So, okay, so you resign at the school January of 2021. Then is that right? Um, or no, it was 2020. So it was right okay, before January 2020. Okay, right before COVID, you're like, nope. I'm gonna try to find something. I'm gonna focus more on getting a co. Then what happens? So then I was, you know, life was great. I was, I was busy. I was working on all this stuff. And then um, we had a big event that March. Um, and um, the Friday before that event, we I think we had Shop Hop, which is like a really big event in Illinois and Wisconsin. Um, okay. And a lot of stores participate. And so that Friday, um, my youngest, he just was kind of having an like an off day or whatever and so it's like mm-hmm. well you can stay home like it's not a big deal right you know and um and then come to find out that Monday they weren't gonna have school anymore um so we yeah. we have three boys together and so it was like a well okay like this was kind of good timing because now the kids are home it's like this limbo of like some teachers are doing stuff virtual hadn't you know they hadn't decided to do virtual mm-hmm. yet it was we're gonna wait um and then that became virtual a month later so then it was this like balance of okay helping the kids get their stuff done and like this business that I kind of decided to just go all in on you know yeah um balance it and so that was kind of tricky um and that's when I'm not sure if it's the same for you guys but I noticed that like in our area in Wisconsin everybody kind of went all in on like small business and local business and like yeah local and stuff we ordered like so much food from local businesses local restaurants because they were really the ones not to say that big stores, container stores were not, but a lot of small shops and, you know, different restaurants were like suffering. Right. And so, yes, we did. Long story short. Yes. We were all in here in Iowa. Yeah. (laughs) So I started getting like messages from people of like, Hey, I really want your products. How can I support you? How can I, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I was like, you know, like you can, you can tell me what you want and I can, I can send you an invoice, you know, um, through square PayPal, you know, and then ship yeah. items that way. I didn't really have a website set up that kind of intimidated me a little bit of like the getting into that, you know, and just how it worked and everything. And, um, and so then that summer and that fall, I decided, you know, I need a website, like I need this, like, I don't, I'm scared of it, but maybe that's a good thing. This is kind of like the next step. And if it doesn't scare you, you know, then you're doing something wrong, right? Absolutely. Yes. So, um, one of my friends, like she had a website for her business. And so she kind of helped me set it up a little bit and learn about it. And it was a lot of like YouTube videos and frustration and like, you know, all of that. And, Mm -hmm. um, that, that really opened it up a little bit more for me. Um, and so that was really exciting, um, just to kind of like get into that and something new and to like try to learn and master that. And, um, and then that led to like marketing and trying to figure that out and doing some markets. Um, and, and they, they allowed markets that fall, um, in our area, as long as like you wore masks and you had hand sanitizer. So Mm -hmm. there was like very, you know, specific, 
Um, and so then um, in 2021, um, my husband's like, well, maybe you should like look for a store. And I wasn't sure if I wanted, you know, to open a place or not. And so I kind of was just looking and, you know, everything just, it was too much work. It wasn't what I envisioned. It was, you know, this or that. There was, a, mm -hmm. there was um, one that I fell in love with and um, it had been empty for a long time, a couple of years at this point. But it was like impossible to get a hold of anybody to, you know, get in and see it, or I'd get in and see it, but then they'd stop responding to messages. So it was just difficult. Um, and I had um, a couple friends that year that kind of opened um, their own stores. So I kind of was like helping them, learning, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and that sort of thing, um, and still working and expanding. Um, we started going into a couple other stores um, and doing a lot of markets last year. So that was like our big thing. And I kind of decided, you know, maybe it's not meant to be with the whole store. Like it's, it's not seeming to work out. It's just, you know, whatever. And so I kind of just put it on the back burner and, and, you know, it was okay. Um, and then, um, this year, right after Christmas, I got sick and I thought it was COVID, went in, got tested. They're yeah. like, it's not COVID. We don't know what you have, you know, like mm -hmm. whatever. And I could not sleep at night. Like I, I couldn't sleep, like my throat hurt and I couldn't get comfortable. So I couldn't sleep. So the whole time I'm up and I'm like, just, you know, to kill time was like, well, what if, what if I had a store? Like, well, what would I want in it? And what kind of fixtures would I want? <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that. And so then I started going down this rabbit hole of looking at displays or, oh, I could build that or, you know, like this mm -hmm. is where I would get this from and, you know, like all of this stuff. And it just, you know, it just sat in my cart, you know, and it was, that was that, you know, and then I had it to reference if I ever needed it down the road. Um, and shortly after that, um, I think it was the next week, I had a friend and she knew a place that was um, going to be available to rent. And so I called and I talked to the guy and he just wasn't super friendly, which to me, I was like, if I'm a potential renter, you know, and yeah, like, maybe you should be friendly. At least in the beginning, you should be hyping me right? up. You should be hyping up your spot. Like, don't you want me to you know, I am rented from you? Yeah. I was like, I know your tenants moving out at the end of the month. Yeah. I'm looking to take it over right away. So you don't have laps and he was just kind of like you know so I was like okay like maybe that's not meant to be whatever and um so I had somebody else that was like hey I saw this place and um the the business that was there before moved out and so I think it would be available but it doesn't say it's for rent or anything mm -hmm. so um uh, we ended up going down to city hall figured out who owned the building contacting them trying to figure it out and um, he's like, can you meet me tomorrow to like, look at it? And at this point I'm like, okay, like, but I'm nervous because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like all so fast. You know? Right. Like it kind of, you know. I was just I was, looking, like, I was just of, looking. I don't want to meet anyone yet. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I looked and, you know, it was, it was small, but you know, it didn't have a ton of overhead and, mm -hmm. you know, it's just when you're jumping you're just like okay what's what's the location gonna be like what's the overhead gonna be like and all of that and I really wanted a place that had a spot that I could do my candles outside of the house because I felt like I was taking over 
the kitchen, the basement, you know, like every room in my house, I was doing furniture in my garage and I had stuff for markets and other holidays, like toted and piled up. And so it just seemed like everywhere I went in the house was kind of taken over by Gunny and Co. Um, which was fine. Everybody in the family helps and enjoys it, you know, and that sort of thing. Um, but it just, you know, when you have company come over, then you have to like move every, you know, so it's yeah. working. Out. So I wanted a spot that I had that I could do that at. And, you know, that I didn't have to like pick up my mess, like the same mm-hmm. day kind of thing. Um, and so I looked at it and I was like, okay, like this is perfect. Uh, when can I sign? And so um, he like didn't get back to me all weekend and I'm just like panicking, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not going to get it. Like, here we go all over. Yeah. And uh, contacted me that following Monday and was like, you know, here's the contract and you can sign. And I got the keys that day. Uh, right after I got the keys, I went and picked up paint and I started painting that night because I was just like so ready for it. So. It's like that adrenaline. You're just like, oh my goodness, a new place. I'm going, let's go. Let's make this work. Yeah. Yep. So started painting that night and, you know, was just kind of like, okay, here we go kind of thing. So, yeah. When would you say that you knew, and when you first reached out to me, um, you were like, I want, you know, I'm basement to brick and motor when were you like, okay, Gunny and Co. is getting too big for my basement. I'm going to go do this brick and mortar business. Like we're going to go try this. What was that moment for you? I think it was the moment that like, I realized like, I'm taking my kids to school because they went back to school uh, and I'm literally spending every second, like creating and like pouring candles and everything to like fill my spaces and like it it was almost to a point where it was like I can't expand anymore because I'm only one person Mm -hmm. and so like I have this area I'm only one person I can only do so much at a time so it's either you know I expand to my own location and store because my thought was is if I'm home pouring candles and doing this stuff if I had a store that I could be doing this at, I could be doing this in between customers. So that right. was when I was like, you know, then it opens up a little bit more and, you know, I'm either spending the time there or I'm spending the time at home doing it. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm, you know, it's still my time. So maybe I should expand a little bit. And where, no, when you decided, okay, when did you officially open your brick and mortar store then? So that night you get the keys that night you're painting, you're ready yeah. to go. So, so I got the keys on, I think it was like January 10th or January, like 14th. I think I, mm-hmm. so I think the contract technically said I would like take it over like on the 15th or whatever. So it was like a half month or whatever. And so I was like, okay, I'm already going to be here doing and creating like how soon can I open because I knew (laughs) that like if I set a date people are going to come and they're not going to know like what I didn't have done that I wanted done true and that was just be the date like it's going to be evolving it's never going to be perfect or like my you know ideal thing like it you know you kind of have to grow with it um so I decided 
that gave me about a month to open um, and kind of focus. We had Shop Hop, which was like the first weekend of March. So it kind of gave me two weeks before that event to be like, okay, what do I need? What's working? What's not working? And Mm -hmm. kind of work everything out logistically for that. And so Gunny and Co, I, your name has a special Mm -hmm. meaning behind it. Can you tell the Hype family, where did Gunny come from? So when I decided to do the small business, I was like, well, what am I going to name it? Like, I don't know. Like I couldn't come up with anything. I was just like, I want something that's meaningful and I'm not just going to be like, oh, here's this name that I don't, you know, care about. Um, Mm -hmm. And so then I decided Gunny and Co., is what I landed on because Gunny is one of our dogs. Um, He's a retired canine that we adopted. And um, so we decided, well, I decided, I always say (laughs) we, but it's really like me deciding (laughs) that, you know, we kind of felt complete as a family after we got him because he just has quirks like we all do. And Mm -hmm. it just, we just felt, you know, like complete, like, okay, this is our family. Um, and so I decided Gunny and Co because, you know, there's always when I'm at markets or whatever, the kids love to come and help set up and Grayson loves to, you know, help bag items or go run for food and stuff. So it's, it's a whole family business really. Um, and so it just seemed fitting to name it Gunny and Co. I love that. So Gunny and company, I like it. That's great. And so you sent me some products that I mm-hmm. absolutely adore and um they are the wax melts you sent me and you sent me a candle I want to say about your wax melts has that been trial and error because I do think you have perfected how a wax melt <laughs> should work so was that how like how have you decided like because there, some companies have some small businesses do a pack of 12. I think it's very unique that I believe yours is a pack of eight if I'm going to, or a pack of six. Um, a pack of six. Pack of six. Okay. Pack of six. But they're thick cubes. They're not the thin, thinner wax mm-hmm. melts. And instead of using maybe two or three wax melts in my melter, I don't know if that's the term that they, my burner or whatever. I only had to use one, which is more bang for my buck. It, how have, how have you gotten to that formula of walk us through that? How did that come about? So everything has been trial and error. You know, I took this candle class, but they, they show me what they use and, you know, and so it's been a lot of like, this is what I like. And like, my whole thing is, is like, I don't want to make something and it, it go to waste. Um, Mm -hmm. So I really don't want to make anything that like, I'm not willing to use and, you know, have as product. Like if something were to go wrong and I'm stuck with all this wax melt, like I would enjoy it. And, and I'm like that with all of the scents too. I'm I'm very particular with the scents. Um, There's a there's only a handful of scents that I'm, I could take it or leave it, but it's mostly been because I have customers that have been asking and multiple customers that have been asking for that type of scent. Um, Mm -hmm. I really, I only have like floral scents 
I'm just, I don't like the floral scents. They're just not me. Um, me so either. I pretty neutral. Yeah. I don't, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have two that, you know, I, I don't mind, but they're just not, you know, my, my preference necessarily. And right. I feel like everything I have picked for the store to carry, um, from the clothing to the candles and everything is, is me is very much mm -hmm. like a me thing. And I have a lot of friends that come in and family and they're just like, this is so you, this is such a you item to have, or, you know, kind of thing. And I feel like that's a good thing. I feel like there's a lot of people that try to carry stuff that's the popular or in at the time. Right. And I just like to have it be, you know, me. I'm, I'm, I'm not super, I don't like the super bright colors. So everything's super neutral, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I've kind of just decided with the wax that, you know, um, I've noticed some businesses fill the cubes just to kind of the brim and I fill the whole pack up. Um, yes. I just love the whole, by the the way. whole thing of my love that. Um, has always been to provide quality items at a price that any household could have. Um, mm -hmm. I've been to markets where, you know, you walk into a booth or someone's spot and you pick something up and you're just like, oh, like that's, you know, crazy price for, mm -hmm. for this item. And you're just like, I just can't justify that. And I didn't want that. Um, there's, I've noticed there's a lot of candle makers and businesses um, just in the area in the Midwest and stuff. And I just, I wanted a product that people could like, and that they didn't feel like that when they picked something up that they couldn't pick anything else up in the store, mm -hmm. um, you know, that the price turned them off. So I just, I like to have a very reasonable price for, you know, items um, just so that people, you know, can have those quality items and they don't feel like they have to budget to support a local business. Yeah. And they can make it part of hopefully, you know, their routine of buying, right. So that they can be a repeat customer, especially if it's within a reasonable price point, which I 100% would say, yes, it, it yours is. And I also, I, there's lots of things and Hi family, I did a live and um, with the, my opening in the box, even though I wasn't really opening it on because I was like so excited. I was like, ah, it's Happy Meal, which I love that you put on there. It is, your packaging is so cute. One thing that really I think is a tip to any small businesses out there is you put your markets that you're going to be at, which I loved, even though, I mean, not going to be able to go into any, but I mean, the one Christmas market sounds fabulous. So I might tell my husband, pack the car, we're going to that. Um, but more importantly, you put the candle instructions, which I thought was so thoughtful. And because I, I thought I knew how to take care of a candle to get the most burning from it, but turns out I do not. So where did that idea come up from? How did you think to do that? So I'm a person that like, I am like, I would consider myself like prior to Gunny and Co, like a candle hoarder. Like I would find a scent of something like a candle or something. And I would yeah. like not burn it because I was scared that like that company would like not carry that scent anymore. And I'd never be able to like smell that. So like, I would just like not burn it. Or if I burned it, I would like leave part of it. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that 
um, happened was, so I had a candle and I decided, you know, I have another one of this scent. I'm just going to burn it like all the way and just like use it up and not yeah. have this jar, like just sitting there. And it started on fire. Um, it was like oh. the scariest thing I've ever experienced where like the, the company that had it, like they used two big of a wick basically where it burns mm -hmm. too hot and it actually started like the sides on fire and um so it was winter and I grabbed like oven mitts and like tossed it out in the snow and it like yeah. exploded but um so it was just like I wanted to make sure that like people knew like the safety precautions of it so they mm -hmm. have like the safety label on the bottom that you have to have but then I was like you know a lot of people will light a candle and then they'll blow it out and it tunnels. And so like, you have to, when you first, when you first light it, especially, you know, burn it where it's flat and you're burning it for a couple hours at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, so that you don't get that, you know? And, um, so that was really important. And the trimming of the wick, um, we use a soy wax. So that eliminates a lot of like the black soot and the buildup that you can get. And, you know, if you trim your wick before you light it, that helps with that as well so that you don't get that buildup. Um, and it's just all about safety, really. So I really thought it was super thoughtful and something very unique that I hadn't seen before. So kudos to you on that idea. Now you've gone from basement to brick and mortar. Where do you see Gunning Co? What is the future? What would you like to do in the next five years? Um, so I think my plan really is um, I would like to see it in more locations, like in other states. Um, so we do the graphic work and we pour the candles and everything. Um, so I really enjoy that because like, even though it's not necessarily like my brand on it, it's still my product. And mm -hmm. the stores that I'm in do a really good job of, of promoting that and sharing that they're locally made and by the company. Um, so I, I really do enjoy that because I get to do other stuff other than just my label and, and, you yeah. know, kind of be creative a little. So I really enjoy that. Um, I'd really like to see it in more, more locations like Iowa, Wisconsin and yes, like small business, <laughs> Iowa, party people, other areas, get in contact with her. Yeah. Selling yeah. your, and you so, also make hand lotions too, right? Or do you make, yep, so we, yes. Okay. So we do hand lotions, room sprays, and diffusers. And those all kind of started, um, we started with the room sprays and lotions. We did hand soap, like the liquid hand soap as well in our scents last year. And then this year we expanded to lotion as well. Um, and I really enjoy that. And I like that because we have a lot of people who there's, they don't do candles or they don't do the mm -hmm. wax melts kind of thing, or they don't want a flame because they have pets and kids and that sort of thing. Um, and so I really thought, you know, how else can I expand and offer these products and these scents to a wider variety of people? So we started doing the diffusers and those do really well. Um, and the room sprays and the lotions, because I wanted people to be able to be like, take it to their office or their cubicle and like have that like sense of home and, mm -hmm. and smell, um, and I just, I really think that a lot of people associate like scent and memories together and to just kind of give that calming of any location other than, you know, it doesn't just have to be used at your house. And I talked about this when we did the live 
your autumn kitchen did exactly that. It brought me back to going to an orchard with my parents and just like a very nostalgic, happy memory. Um, I want to thank you for pulling back stock for getting me Christmas morning. I appreciate you. I cannot, she, I, I don't have the product yet, so I don't know what it smells like or anything, but I'm very excited um, because that is just something that like Christmas morning was a big deal in my house. I think uh, on the live, you talked about what Christmas morning meant to you. And it was funny enough, um, someone who was watching the live was talking about how they used to, their parents burn, like um, made potpourri over the pot in the morning on the stove. And I'm just like, that's just like, that's so cool. And I love that you take the time to think about scents that will bring you to a memory. I think that's, you've done yeah. that very well. So in the winter, so we have our winter scents, they come out um, usually the beginning of October, just because people kind of start holiday shopping. I'm always an early yeah. Christmas shopper. So like, I just like put that out. Um, and so we had, I had already started like pouring some of them. So I was like, well, I do have some of these here. Um, and okay. so one of the other cool things that we offer um, that we get a lot of orders for usually the week before Christmas is we make like stove top potpourri kits basically. Um, I have a ton of order them and they use them for like teacher gifts or, um, one lady, like they each do something small for their neighborhood. And so like, she gives those out. And so now, um, that's kind of become like a bigger thing. So that's something that we do usually two weeks before Christmas. And um, it's just something kind of fun and different um, and another way of using scent. So, and a great teacher gift idea. So, might have to sell those sooner so I can order them here in Iowa. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, on the podcast, I love hyping up people. Obviously, what I do, I hype up small business and nonprofits. This is your time to shout out all the hype people in your life and those people that have been cheering you on. So who would you like to shout out for your hype people? Um, my husband, because I feel like he's always usually somebody to push me to take the next bigger step um, mm -hmm. or kind of be like, oh, this is the next step. Um, usually knows it before I do. Um, my kids, like my youngest, especially loves market days. I don't know any other 10 year old that like willingly wakes up at like four or five in the morning to like yeah. go to a market and like be with cranky mom, like setting up a tent and moving uh -huh. stuff and furniture, you know, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> You're so right. positive about it. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like I was a bear. Like, I don't know how, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> you still want to do this year. Um, my mom, like she's helped with the store. She's helped with events from day one and just kind of like always been like, you know, you can totally do it. Um, and other like female businesses that I've run across my friend Bree, she's been super helpful and just, you know, like somebody I can bounce ideas off of as another mm -hmm. business without having to worry about like copying or being unique and, you know, kind yeah. of the same thing. Um, and that's been super nice to find like other businesses that support other businesses, um, yeah. as well. I feel like when you can find that as a small business, that's super important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just that sense of community, like you said, where everyone is welcome to the table. No one's trying to, you know, out 
do the other or anything like that. That's just healthy competition, but still helping each other grow. And so that's amazing. I, I love that for Hypium. So shout out to everyone um, on the Gunny and Co. Hype family journey. I love it. How can people, if they're not in Wisconsin and they don't want to make the drive, um, how can they make, how can they find you? Um, so they can find us on our website. It's gunnyco.com. Um, super easy. We are on Instagram, um, gunny underscore co, because they don't allow you to use the and sign. Um, we're on Facebook, Gunny and Co. We're on TikTok, Gunny and Co. Um, our TikTok is a little, you know, <laughs> trying to get with like the Gen Z, you know, whatever. Uh, but you'll find a lot of like videos of like our dogs on there, some business things, some behind the scenes and kind of some family aspect too, because I enjoy like seeing like the behind the scenes and like the person yes. behind the business other than like just the business. Mm -hmm. Um, so that shows a little bit of that and a little bit more of like my personality. I feel like compared to like our Instagram and Facebook. Um, but yeah, so we're on like pretty much almost all the social media platforms, um, and our website you can order. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun. Last year we actually were in Iowa. We did the good makers market, um, in spring last year. So I'm hoping to I just went year. there for their fall market and it was fabulous. Yeah. I spent so much money, but that is all right. Oh, that would be fabulous. I would love to see you there. I like it. That's a good market. Good market. Yeah. Okay. It's well, very, it's like very um intimate for a market, yeah. and um the 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 owners that run that market they Just are absolutely fantastic. They're yeah. like so. I've never been to another market that like the people running it have come up and like made sure you're okay and like actually like talk to you as much as them. So they yeah they are amazing. <laughs> and they know how to do it right. It's it, it, it was so much fun to attend and um I hope to see you there at Memorial Day weekend I believe it's when spring 2023 so that would be so cool I love it well thank you so much for being on the podcast everyone I will share Gunny and Co's Facebook and website um when this episode is out and we're hyping up Gunny and Co thank you so much hype family and don't forget to go hype up someone in your life today Hi family, you know what to do. Go and hype up Gunny and Co. by liking and following them on social media on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to follow them on TikTok. Don't forget, a lot of people ask me this all this all the time. They're like, I want to support them. I want to buy from them. And I love that. If you hear from any of my small businesses on here, I want you, if you can, to support them and order something from them versus ordering from a big box container store. But if you currently cannot support them financially, that is a-okay. You can hype them up in other ways. A great way to help small businesses and nonprofits is helping them with their algorithm. So if you comment on their post, if you subscribe to them, if you note it as your favorite, if you get notifications for when they're going live and you interact with their live um, podcast or podcast, I am a podcast. If you, if you interact with my live podcast that I do, um, but no, for small businesses, you don't have to support them financially to hype them up. You go like and follow them, comment on their post, help them gain more traction. The more that you comment, like, and share, 
that can really help a business grow more than you more more than you know, which can help um, other people uh, reach their target audience. So, if you can't afford it right now to support them financially, that's okay. Um, go and like and follow them on social media, interactive, subscribe to their newsletters, anything that they have going on. Um, that you can do that way. That is just as important. So Hype Family, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Midwest Hype Girl, Hyping Up Gunny and Co. I cannot wait to hear everything that you think of this episode and go check them out and give them hype. And I will see you back here next Tuesday for a new episode of Midwest Hype Girl. Till then, go hype someone up in your life today.